Mini War Gamer Dave here from MiniWarGaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Tanya Gates, the War Mistress. Uh, you may have seen her floating around the internet, uh, collaborating with many a Wargamer on many a podcast. And uh, today, we get the War Mistress in all of her glory, and we get to... Uh, Pepper her with the questions that uh, you want to ask her. And so that's what we're going to do. So welcome, Tanya. It's a pleasure well, to thank have you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So it was a number of weeks ago, I'd, uh, maybe a month or two ago, that uh, I met you for the first time. It was on uh, uh, Scary. Uh, he invited me onto the podcast, and there was kind of a roundtable. It was uh, yourself and Scary, and there was one other guy there. I forget his name. Um, uh, that would be Matt. Was that Matt? Okay. Uh, Matt, yes. So that's the first time I had heard of you and was introduced to you. Uh, and then it's funny, ever since that time, uh, I see your name popping up all over the place. War Mistress, War Mistress, War Mistress, War Mistress. So is that my reticular activator? Or is that just like you are everywhere? And why is that? <laughs> um, uh, it does feel like I'm everywhere. Uh, to me, it also feels like I'm everywhere because, uh, like last year, I was Scary's like one of my best friends, and and uh, you know I, I work through a lot of self doubt, and so uh, over a year ago, I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna say yes to every opportunity that comes my way. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say yes. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm gonna deal with the anxiety later, but I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna do these things, and um, it's been a crazy year. And now I liter I literally feel like I'm doing everything. Everything. Yes. everything yeah battle reports um i don't make battle reports but i was just on a battle report on uh, play on tabletop that came out yesterday oh yeah okay yeah there was the uh I'm, there was a video with you and nick posted a, a little bit ago about uh was that imperial guard army am i saying yes 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 yeah that was my uh that was like my army showcase yeah very cool which uh i i'm i'm like i'm painting more right now so this was the one that you saw this is the one that's going to match it so nice yeah okay so that uh that makes me uh, wonder your location are you close to play on table are you west coast yes yes i am west coast canada Ish. another canadian <laughs> i love it i didn't know i didn't know you were canadian uh you, yeah you may have told me that before i don't know if, if that came up in the discussion that we had uh earlier on the other podcast but uh, that is cool every yeah. time there's another wargaming a canadian wargamer i just <laughs> i get excited i i love it uh we must stick together uh it does sometimes feel like there's a disproportionate amount of canadian content creators for warhammer for warhammer uh, mm. i'm not really too sure why i maybe it's just because you know we're just so nice and awesome and you know we just want to share that awesomeness with the rest of the world i'm not sure yeah, that's a that's a curious one. I wonder. I I feel similarly. There's like, okay, why is it that you know what? It's almost as if each province is represented, because there's uh, uh, black magic uh, terrain, uh, and he's out of Saskatchewan, right? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and is there not one on the east coast as well? Uh, I'm not sure, but um, my girl Kaylee, she is with Ras Reach TTG, and they do like streaming games uh, of Warhammer on Twitch. So there is somebody out there. She's just like she's just getting started, but she's out there as well. So she's in Halifax. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, how did you 
Like, how long have you been in the hobby? Um, so I sort of first found out about the hobby about eight years ago. Um, but I've only really been like really painting and playing a lot more. Like I sort of dabbled from like eight years ago to two years ago. And then, um, at that two year point, I got hurt and I couldn't play my sport anymore. So I had all this free time and I really missed the like competitive and sort of tactical part of my sport. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like start doing more gaming more. And now it's like taken over my life completely. And uh, it's it's now my job. That like, wargaming is my job. All right. So that one question has spawned about eight more. So uh, <laughs> what was your okay. sport and how did you get hurt? OK, so um, I played roller derby and cool. uh, I mean, just like beer and pretzels kind of league. But even then, like like anybody who plays roller derby will tell you that it takes over your life. Um, and I got hurt. I, I, it was just like a series of smaller injuries but they just weren't healing and i wasn't really too sure why and uh, so i took about 18 months off and then it found out that i actually have a degenerative disorder and that I, it was never going to heal so i could Crazy. never go back to skating yeah yeah it was really that really was soul crushing for me because there was this thing that i loved so much mm -hmm. and like I, I i was like the doctor's like you need to stop doing this or else i'm gonna need to replace your knees in 10 years and i was like i'm 30 two 32 i was 32 at the time and i was like i can't like i can't so i just yeah. quit that's, yeah that's sad wow yeah that's crazy but i got this other new thing called warhammer now and that's pretty rad yeah. so is it is it fair to say that had you not had the injury we wouldn't have the war mistress that we have today yeah 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 so lemonade yeah. at a lemon yeah, a hundred percent. Which I'm not like I do miss skating. Like I miss skating outside, particularly because I put on thousands and thousands of kilometers outside. So I do miss that. But I don't have that like giant roller derby sized hole in my heart anymore because Warhammer just like come in and like filled it up for me. So Warhammer was it sound from the sounds of it, it's it was a thing already. Yeah. So uh, how, how far yeah. does it go back for you? Did were as a kid were you into it? Uh, no, I never had anybody expose me to it. And here's the thing. So um, I found out. So my friend from high school messaged me and he's like, oh, my God, like you're into Warhammer now. And like you've got this big Instagram following. Like, oh, I didn't even know that. Did you know we used to play? I was like, I used to hang out with you every weekend and you never told me about this awesome thing that you had. Um yeah so uh, but i never and he was like oh just because you're a girl we thought that you'd make fun of us and i was like huh, okay um <laughs> so i was never exposed to it until about eight years ago when my friend was showing me i i think it was blood angels at the time but he was like painting these miniatures nice. and um and he he he's my husband now so i mean <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and he was like oh you really like sci-fi like maybe you'll like this thing and uh i loved the miniatures so i was like i definitely want to try painting some and it was in seventh edition i think back then and hmm. uh we tried doing uh some floor hammer games which was it was fine but i wasn't really like hooked into the game side of it back then 
Um, more so painting. Yeah, more so painting. Um, so I started a Chaos Space Marines army. Ah, this story just keeps on getting better. Okay, so. <laughs> It's going to get worse for you. I'm sorry. Uh, so I started Chaos Space Marines Army, and then I was like, I hate painting the trim. So uh, <laughs> I sold off the stuff that I didn't paint, but I kept the stuff that I did paint because I'm never painting another Helldrake ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lots of trim for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then I moved into Space Wolves. And then uh, that was like my main sort of focus for a long time until um, until I got hurt. And then I played Age of Sigmar um, and I played Ogre Maw Tribes for Age of Sigmar. And okay. then everybody stopped playing Sigmar. So I played Space Wolves a little bit in eighth, but they weren't really a good fit for me my, in my play style. And then I was like, I'm going to play something completely different. So I went from like this melee focused, like super hyper aggressive um, into a very squishy, defensive, long range shooting army. And that was a much better fit for me. What army did that end up being? Guard. Yes. Okay. Because yes. from the description, it is definitely guard, but it could also be Tau. But the fact the fact that it was uh, a guard, but it just kind of that made that that was the cherry on top. So thank you very much uh, for clarifying <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. So okay, that's that's super cool. I love it. Uh, so this is something that you and your husband played together uh, and hobby together. Is that right? Yeah. So my husband uh, actually he has another hobby that is like eating up all of his time right now so uh i do i do like beg and plead for him like please can we play a game this week and and we normally do play on sundays or sometimes saturday nights um but it's it's not so much his um it's not so much calling to him right now so a lot of times i'm playing on tts or just painting for myself or whatever but yeah we do we do play occasionally yeah so for those of you who are watching right now or who are watching the recording afterwards i've provided links in the post so whether you're watching this on youtube twitch or facebook you can check out the war mistress you can check out tanya and her uh, uh two links one to youtube and one to instagram so uh your videos on youtube and also your your projects and your painting and everything on instagram which is your bigger account uh currently yeah uh, yeah. So with the YouTube, what's your plan with uh, your, your YouTube channel? Um, in general, I just wanted to keep it more of like a podcast. Um, so I wanted to keep it more like gaming related, like actually playing um, where I interview people in the hobby about like very specific topics uh, instead of like a long form sort of just sit down and chat and like find out about the person. Um, I really wanted to find people who were uh, like the best people to answer questions that I had about the hobby. Mm. And I, I really wanted to make uh, a series of interviews that would really help new players in particular sort of navigate the culture and the game space associated with Warhammer in general, but like wargaming sort of in general, it, it would help as well a number of the topics. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I basically am just making the content that I wish existed when I was first getting into the hobby. So if you were to say something to get people uh, into the hobby, mm -hmm. what would you say? What would you say? So like if I'm talking to somebody who's never heard of Warhammer before? Yeah. <sighs> ah, that's a hard one because I feel like 
if I'm going to try and like uh, get somebody interested in the hobby, it's going to be somebody that I know. And I feel like I would try to like tailor it one way or the other. So if I know somebody's like artistic, I'd be like, oh, hey, check out my miniatures. Hmm. Like, what do you think? Like, I painted that. Like, isn't this isn't this cool? Or if there's somebody who I know is like maybe into another game like Magic the Gathering or sports or something like that. And you're like, oh, I play this game and it's it's really strategic and it's um, and it's just really cool. It's very like uh, um, like immersive. Whereas if I know somebody who like really likes science fiction or books or something like that, then I'd be like, oh, I play this game and it has this amazing backstory behind it that spans like over 10,000 years. Um, that's that's probably where I'd go. But it's really, really hard to like try to get strangers hmm. like into the hobby, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. uh, I wonder how I would tackle that. Uh, I would probably do something dumb like uh just play, play chaos and don't worry about anything else or i uh, i don't know <laughs> you know that's actually yeah. that might be a good idea for a video uh it's just to get people uh not necessarily trying to get them into the hobby but be like this is what the hobby is so if this is what you like then you'll probably like this Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's that's a cool thing about the hobby for me is that it's so multifaceted. So like a hobbyist could be somebody who just reads black library novels. A hobbyist could be somebody who just paints. Uh, a hobbyist could be somebody who just collects stuff and doesn't paint. Right? It's like so multifaceted, and everybody has a place in the hobby. So so for you, I think that's really cool. Yeah. For you, okay. So let's say we were to break it down to uh, painter, player, lore consumer reader uh, let's let's yeah let's do that uh okay out of those what would you say is like your highest percentage of hobby time spent probably painting um but playing is like just just a little bit underneath um and the only reason why i say that is because i only get one or maybe two games in per week but i spend a lot of time talking about playing the game mm -hmm. i spend a lot of time studying because for me it's it's a it's really hard to learn the rules so i have to put a lot of time into um like actually learning how the rules work uh making cue cards uh and stuff like that um so i put in like a lot of like game time that's not mm. table time if makes that sense. makes if that makes any it sense does, yeah. yeah and absolutely. and i and i paint specifically to play as well so i don't know painting and playing is probably pretty equal okay yeah that's that's fair mm -hmm. uh how how much do you get immersed in the lore so i like to read the black library novels but to me they exist as a thing that's sort of like separate from my my table time game hobby okay that's something um, completely different yeah, like like it helps to I guess sort of flavor what's going on on the table, but like I don't I don't really like make a narrative for my armies or anything like that. Like I've tried playing Crusade and I and I really like it, mm -hmm. but um yeah, I I don't think that I net like I need the lore to play the game. It's just like it's just like an extra spiciness that I sort of add on top. Yes. Um, I'm relatively new to the to the Black Library books as well, um, <laughs> which is funny because on Forge the Narrative, the guys like go off on these like Black Library tangents, and I'm like, 
you just spoiled so much stuff for me because <laughs> I'm not there yet, but uh, I'm making my way through some of them. So, uh, so JT from Play On says hi. Uh, hi JT, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he is uh, he's a hard guy not to love. You know, I have to say, right? Yeah, he's right. A very lovable person. He's got an amazing voice, and then in person, he's just even more lovable. So he's he's a lovely human being. I think I tell him that all the time. JT, you're a lovely human being. Thank you for being so supportive of me. Uh, yes, I I agree. I I agree with Tanya. So uh, thank you, JT, for uh, having the epicness of everything. This is a it's fair true. assessment and accurate description of you. Uh, it's true. Yeah, it is. Even his leggings are epic. His leggings are epic. <laughs> I agree with that too. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so uh, for those for the very small corner of the internet who don't know who we're talking about, uh, if you've ever seen Play on Tabletop and you've heard the voice of the announcer in the battle reports and the occasional player, that is JT McDowell. And so the uh, the ex. A wrestling announcer voice that you're hearing is JT McDowell. So mm-hmm. uh, kind of mm-hmm. a perfect voice for this hobby and for battle reports. Uh, very awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously you met him because you were there and uh, uh, collaborating and, and I had a chance to meet him as well and to play against him uh, too. Uh, so I played against him and then our game was featured on Mini Wargaming and then I played against Nick and then that game was featured on Play on Tabletop. Uh, so Fun collaborations all around. So if you were to do a collaboration, Tanya, uh, what what is a collaboration that you're looking forward to uh, possibly doing potential in the future? Um, oh, man, I, I, I don't like I don't I don't tend to like wish for stuff too often, but there's so many people out there like probably Winter's SEO. He, yeah, he is another uh, human that's cut from the same cloth. Uh, for, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's so many like I, I can't wait to go back to play on tabletop again just because I had so much fun. So hopefully we can make that happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know. W- Winters is probably the big one. Um, I actually wouldn't mind working with Stephen Box from Vanguard Tactics. Um, he's also a really nice human being. Yes. So yes, that would be really really fun to work with him too i agree he's it's you know it's funny it's like you you name one and it's like who are the all the others that are that that are uh kind of like that Uh, here's the thing about like warhammer content creators like in general warhammer players especially like competitive warhammer players they kind of have this like bad reputation but a lot of them are like the most kind supportive uh progressive people that you've ever met in your life so like i literally just want to work with all of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's uh that's that's true and i, I have to say hi to mango smasher because mango Smasher's in the house so hey uh, check out mango smasher on twitch guys if you, if you haven't mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. uh so okay uh, let's let's talk about something Let's talk about the trollies. Let's talk about uh, the, the commenters. Okay. Uh, mm. uh, seeing as that it is the title of our discussion today. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What, what are your thoughts and feelings on on that? On the, uh, the 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 negative trolls that exist out there? I don't understand it. 
I just don't understand it. Like, like here, like you, like what kind of person sees other people having fun and like making content for other people to have fun with them and thinks, I'm just going to stink this up. Like, like who says that? Who, who, who wakes up in the morning is like, I'm going to yuck this yum. (laughs) Uh, I, I like the phraseology. It's, uh, uh, it makes me, yeah, that is some, that is the, that was a good question, right? Like, why yeah. do they have nothing better to do, it seems? Right? Yeah. So, I, I like for me, I, and I'm working through a lot of like baggage and hurt from when people were really mean to me eight years ago when I was first getting started in the hobby because I didn't have a local group. So I had to like venture out into the internet to share my hobby with other people. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a lot of misogynistic comments and stuff back then. Mm-hmm. So I'm working through a lot of pain that 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 caused, right? And a lot of like, like I never feel like, um, I never feel like a valid member of the hobby community. Some like, I, I should say never, like sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't because of all of that. And I'm trying to like work past that. And I have this amazing, um, I have this amazing support network of people who uh, will always remind me like, like JT, like, like 99% of the comments are really supportive. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, sometimes you just like focus in on, on those negative people and that's what they want. And I just, that's not, I just, just be nice. Yeah. It's so easy to be nice. I don't, uh, yeah. yeah. It's funny. The human element uh, of like, you got a hundred comments and one is negative and it sticks out and it mm-hmm. just seems to be the one that has the most impact. And, uh, and I can certainly, uh, understand that. Uh, and so what do you, what are, what are some things that you do to kind of get through that? Um, Oh, for me, I turn to my friends for sure. Um, I, I have, and I also turn to my Instagram stories, uh, because I find that when I, I'm vulnerable and I explain to people how I'm feeling, um, it makes it like, it, it makes it so I have to deal with it, mm. right? Like I have to acknowledge that this feeling exists and, and I have to acknowledge where it comes from and something in that process gives it less power hmm. in a way. Um, so yeah, th- those are like the two things that I do. I, I, I lean very heavily on my support network. So I lean very heavily on Scary. I lean very heavily on JT and Space Marine Steve. Uh, and there's just like a, like a number of people like that who, who really helped me work through it. Yeah. That's. And uh, in my head, I always also say like, man, look at all these amazing people that I have around me that I can turn to for help. Like, like the caliber of human being that I have in the support network is probably pretty indicative of the fact that not only do I belong, but I'm probably doing something that, um, that is important at the same time. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. And I think mm-hmm. that, I think that the stuff that, uh, that, uh, war content producers create is uh it creates this like there's something intangible about the effect that we have that i I don't know if we fully we can't we'll never fully understand or see it the the effect that it has on people uh and so and 
absolutely the same thing in your case. It's you are a part of it uh, as we hmm. we are all a part of it, which is which is great. I love it. I love that there are so many of us and that you're a part of it. And it, you know, it's it's the unexpected things where you get the the message that that says, uh, and I'm sure you've received these messages too, where it's, you know, I, I've been going through a dark time, and it was because of your podcast, it was because of your videos that got me through it. Which, that for me anyway, that's not the intention. Like I don't do that for that reason, but that is a byproduct of it, and uh, that's, it's it's so big. Like I don't I don't know what to like other than extreme gratitude. Like, I don't know what to say or feel about that. Uh, and so I, I think that's something that I can, me personally, feel good about uh, mm-hmm. in, in what we do, right? Uh, aside from, like, the having fun with it and, and then kind of presenting it for the world to see. Uh, that's something mm-hmm. that we, it's almost like a legacy that can be left behind where it's like, yeah, it was a positive influence in the world. Yeah. I I mean, for me, because when I was getting started, there weren't a lot of female content creators. And I just I just wanted one to sort of pick up the mantle and say, like, it's okay. Um, It's okay to be different. It's okay to, like, not look like what a normal wargamer looks like. Um, And just to say that there's room for for everybody i just i needed that and um there was a few content creators at the time um unfortunate well there was two main ones unfortunately they're not really making warhammer content anymore um and so yeah like so everything that i do every single decision that i make it all has to do with making sure that nobody feels like how I felt eight years ago when I was getting into the hobby. I do not want anybody to feel that. I do not want anybody to have to work through the baggage that I am working through now. And um, so that uh, that sort of like colors everything that I do now. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So first off, I think I can say this on behalf of the community. Thank you for sticking with it. Uh, <laughs> and did you say eight years? You said eight years, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, so Corn wanted it. See, that makes the story even better. <laughs> I love it. I, I didn't. I didn't even realize. Yeah. <laughs> it's my. It's my hobby year of corn. Yes. I'm gonna paint a bloodthirster. Awesome. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> ah. So, uh, but no, it's, it's great. Like, I, I love that uh, that you're doing it. That you're part of it. And uh, and I, to me, I I like seeing every possible facet of the hobby being explored through every possible type of content creator. And uh, that's something that I, I personally like seeing. Uh, like for me, I am, I'm mixed, right? So I'm half white, I'm half Chinese, and I don't know if I've seen any other half Chinese dudes out there making, con- I'm sure there are, uh, making wargaming content. Uh, and so it's, it's neat for me to see uh, those who aren't the norm which mm-hmm. is uh, which is not me, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I I think it's great. Yeah, and uh, I I I really strongly encourage. Like, I have a friend who is not white, and I always try my best to um, encourage him to keep going and making content as well. Can we chaos bomb him? I know we didn't talk about it, but can we chaos bomb him? We, we absolutely be? can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, do you want to chaos comment bomb him now? Oh, we could. Now, Can we? is it is it the <laughs> is it the one or is it a different one? It's a different one. It's a different one. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, send me the link in Facebook, and then we can. Okay. Okay. Should I send you his? Because his personal Instagram, or he's like on a podcast. So what? What should we do? His personal Instagram, maybe. Uh. Okay. Yeah. We can go anywhere. Okay. Okay. Let me do that. Yes. Let's do that. I'll get you the link. There you go. All right. He's also like the brown John Ham of Warhammer 40k. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I see. I see your feature. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, let, let's let, let's the. Uh, blow that one up i think that's that's only appropriate <laughs> uh okay let's see Can I copy link yeah oh nope that's not what we want hold on oh i'm so excited okay so let's see if this works yeah okay perfect okay so we're gonna do a chaos comma bomb now uh, for those of us who have not participated in a chaos comment bomb before, this is how it works. We're going to post a link in the chat, and then we're going to follow this link, and the link will, in this case, bring you to an Instagram post. So whether you're on the computer or on your phone, you can go to it because it goes directly to the post. And uh, the purpose of this is to let this person know that they have been chaos comment bomb. And the type of comment that you could leave could be anything like... Uh, Tanya and Dave say hi from the Shrine of Chaos. Or you have been Chaos Comet Bombed. Or the I of Tears says all. Whatever it is, as long as they know they've been Chaos Comet Bombed, it's all good. Uh, it's also really funny because he's Imperium for life, so. <laughs> Did you receive... Uh, Did you... Hold on one second, it's not... Ah, okay, hold on. OBS is being stupid. Booted me out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh. Time to spread the taint. Nice. <laughs> Chat loves it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay, booted me out, and I don't remember the password. Just... Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no. Uh. That's why we do a live. We got to keep it in, though. We got to keep it real. Uh, I'm like the worst with technology, so like all of my stuff on Twitch is just like just an overlay and a chat bot. That's it. Everyone's like, you should add more stuff. I'm like, but then I don't know how it works. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Stupid to capture stuff. Uh. I believe in you. Well, you just got a lot of belief there. I <laughs> don't believe in myself. <laughs> I believe uh, in you. Come on, why is it working? It's <sighs> uh. not good. I would be swearing right now if it were me. <laughs> I I might be swearing in my brain. <laughs> 
horse potty mouth. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. You know what? Hold on. There's a there's an old way in which we we can do it the old fashioned way. The old fashioned way? Yes, this is the old fashioned way. We're gonna go on there's an old way in which we, we can Okay. So I'm gonna literally go to each platform and type it in the chat there. Oh no! Oh no! I don't know why it's not working. So dumb. Oh no! I just have the same password for everything. I know you're not supposed to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is also like forty characters long. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Okay. OBS. It just does this sometimes. It just boots me out. It's like every six weeks. It does it every six really? weeks. Yeah, yeah. And usually it happens oh. before we go live, so it's like, okay, yeah, try to get the jump on me, and then I log back in, and then it's all good. Oh. Okay, so we I'm going to note that, though, because I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah, no, it's, it's not good for business. It's, no. No. This <laughs> uh, is not at all good. Uh, okay, here we go. We're, 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 we're going to get it. This, this this guy's gonna get the chaos comet bomb of a lifetime. All, all, all this anticipation. Uh, okay. All right. It's here. gonna be the best. So, chat, like, you have to, like, y you have to do this. Like, start an Instagram account right now if you don't have one, because you need to go tell this man that he's been chaos comet bombed. All right. So I think I got it. I think I got it. Yes. Okay, I got it. All right. So. Yay! I am posting it right now to uh, K Chat, but you had enough Facebook. time to make an account. There we go. Okay. So I a bunch on Facebook there, and then now on Twitch. Let's see what happens on Twitch. Can we add it to Twitch? Where's the chat thing on Twitch? Why isn't it coming up? Oh, the words in my brain right now. Oh no! <laughs> um, Here, actually, them for are, you are you on Twitch? Are you on Twitch? Me? Yeah, uh, I can be. Okay. I can be. Here, I'm gonna. <laughs> I definitely can be. Am I not? All right, here we go. Am I not following you on Twitch? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Okay. All right. So there's the there's the exact link to the exact post on his. Okay. 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 I got it. I got. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, that is so funny. Okay. Okay. Now I'm gonna post it on uh, YouTube. So if YouTube viewers. Okay. There's a block of links there that'll bring you to the Instagram post. So in the meantime, in the ten minutes that that took, if you just happen <laughs> to hop on, this is what we're doing. We're right in the middle of a chaos comet bomb. So. Uh, Tanya, the war mistress, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. has suggested this one. This is uh, an Instagram user, so you can actually. Uh, oh, I'm only allowed to. I'm not allowed to. Your bot won't let me. What? I oh. won't let me post links. Okay, here I got it. Yeah. Okay, it's working now. It was just the. There you go. Page there you go. To, page had to be lower, so it's all good. <laughs> all right, so there we go. And here it is. And you know what? Just for fun, I'm gonna click on the the post to see like the, the post and see like the comments update so let's see i'm gonna add something here the okay okay eye of terror 
sees all. Okay. I posted it. Oh, I love it. There's 338 like oh 21 comments. Okay, 21 comments. Let me let me refresh this. By the way, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Without you guys, we don't have the chaos comment bomb because you know there's no fuel in this bomb without you guys. So thank you so much. They are like the plutonium. Uh yeah, I like it. Does that make mm -hmm. them able to go back in time too if they want? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, of, of course it does. Yes, I like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> science. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> of flux capacitor, of course. Of course. All right, very cool. So that's the first one. Uh, should we do the second one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a silly question. No, no, Dave, no. <laughs> Let's not do the second one. It's a bad idea. Yeah, no. Why would we want to spread any joy and, and love for other content creators? <laughs> silly idea. <laughs> uh, the... I have to re <laughs> retype it in. What was... you, you want me to, to help you here? Yes, I need help. Okay. Big time. Okay. Okay. The five second memory is kicking in. Okay, I got it. I got this. Okay, we'll I got this. Okay, all right. Okay, here, and then you wanted the one that was uh, 19. Okay, we got, so we got this one. Their latest video? Okay, I got it. Okay, perfect. I got it. All right, so, <laughs> you know, we're lucky that we're like, the bomb isn't exploding everywhere <laughs> on us. Okay, so here we go. So this is the second chaos comment bomb. This is a YouTuber. So uh, click on this one and leave a comment. Whoa, what? Whoa, what happened there? What? Oh, now I get it. I understand what happened. I shared like the uh, the Facebook link of it. Not oh. the YouTube link of it, so it just went all weird. So, and it, it was so long that it went past characters. Isn't that crazy? Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, all right, so here we go. Here's I'm posting okay. it on YouTube right now. There's a whole block of links there. Just click on one of them and then leave a cast comment bomb for this channel, which is Deep Games Spain. Uh, and they do a lot of live yes. content. Yes, it uh, looks like their latest one was the yes. Cursed City Warhammer Quest. And it yes. is Spanish. It is Spanish. It is Spanish. But they are uh, amazing human beings. They have a really great production value. Um, and they're just really supportive of the community. I just think even though it's Spanish language content, I feel like everybody should at least go and like check out the quality of what they're doing. Okay, <laughs> so I've now posted links everywhere. So it'll be it'll be spammed. So it'll be unquestionable, like where you need to click on. That'll bring you to the YouTube mm -hmm. video. So let's see, mm -hmm. let's see what they say. Uh, so one of my favorites is to actually go on the comment section and see. Uh, yes, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Eight. Look at that eight comments so far. Core wants that. So we need a little more. Uh, I haven't actually heard of this channel before, and. Uh, is literally everything in Spanish? There's, uh, do they do any English content or no? Um, no, they'll they'll talk to me in English when I hop into like the, the live chat. <laughs> That's pretty.
pretty much it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't think that they need to make English language content because there's so many English language uh, producers out there, but they mm. could. They could make English language stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a curious thing because uh, there, there was this uh, channel that contacted us recently and they they said, hey, guys, uh, we really like your AOS bat reps. Can uh, we want to do some AOS coverage and we basically want to dub your bat reps so that they can be oh, seen interesting. in uh, another language. And I can't remember for the life of me if it was uh, Spanish or English. Uh, or sorry, or French, one of those two. It might have been Spanish. Yeah, so that's, uh, and, you know, we thought about it. And we're like, you know, that's actually a really cool idea because then it brings, it's more content infused into the community and uh, in an audience that we don't have. I don't know the percentage of uh, non-English speakers watching the videos, right? But it can certainly couldn't mm-hmm. hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I so I came across Deep Game Spain was I was uh, volunteering with the Las Vegas Nopen, mm-hmm. and they were just so funny and charming, and I was like, I got to find out more about these guys, and it just it turns out that they're just really nice people, <laughs> so yeah, they're they're amazing. So what are some what are some fun projects that you have that you're currently working on or that you have on the horizon? Uh, so I actually just started an orc army in end of November. So I have a ton of orc projects. They It's all third party. So there's no GW models in this army. Um, and a lot of the designs are just like really like oddball kind of designs so that that's like my fun project that i'm working on right now um i am also painting so i'm always working on guard always Always. that's the constant (laughs) always uh that's like my that's like my tournament uh force my tournament faction so like i'm always constantly adding to my to that but um so my orcs i'm it's just a giant project that I'm working on. And um, I started painting pink Marines. They're pink Templars. Um, pink they're Templar. the defenders. Yeah, they're the defenders of Whimsyshire. And um, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, they're just bright pink. And I'm making like little like fairy garden inspired bases for all of them. So that's another fun project that I'm working on right now. What was the inspiration behind that one? Uh, spite. <laughs> why why spite because <laughs> uh, i was just like sick and tired of people who like want to tell other people what they can and cannot do with their hobby um so i was like i should just start pink marines then and i'll make them the manliest chapter ever so they'll be black templars but i'll paint them pink and uh i just sort of like fell in love with this idea and now i'm just gonna make it a thing yeah yeah, yeah. So the bases have like teddy bears and mushrooms and flowers and stuff on them. And yeah, very, uh, very imposing. Very uh, <laughs> fear, fear the mushroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, has, have the, uh, have you ever considered doing slash like noise Marines? Uh, I have Slanesh demons. Okay. But I never I never really I never really thought about doing the the noise marines back then. They were really expensive. So, um like back 8 years ago they were really expensive to mm. do. So, I never really they weren't on the horizon. 
Um, I don't know if I would go back to doing Chaos Space Marines. I don't know. So Maya Rose says, spite is what drives my Chaos Sisters. <laughs> uh, she does. She has Sisters of Slanesh, and they're fantastic. All right. So Tom Demus says, for the pink Marines, give them 3D printed Halo needlers. Fear the pink mist. <laughs> <laughs> the pink mist i love it uh, yeah no i i i say that they're pink templars but like in all honesty i'm probably gonna play them with ultramarine rules just mm. because they sort of like fit my play style better but um which i think almost would make people more mad but yeah yeah krill in 1985 i have an empress children army but don't use it oh that's blasphemy what uh how much do you want for it <laughs> hey, it's not being used, man. Like, I'll find a good right? home for it. Is there is there anything worse than models not being played with? Maybe a pile of shame. That's probably the only thing. Don't look at what's behind me in here. Is that all? Is that are those totes of shame? Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> what, uh, what's the percentage of uh, the shame versus the the playable? Um, I probably have like a third painted. Okay. That honestly, that's yeah. probably what that's probably like what the percentage is. Like that's the average amount <laughs> that a war gamer has. I'm trying really, really hard not to buy any new stuff. And then like they release Bellacor and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> no, no, Tanya, no. Uh yeah. I'm probably buying one. Uh by the way, uh, I think I might be wrong there because there's there's a lot of comments. They're like, "Oh, I would love to have a third painted." So apparently, it's higher than normal. Oh <laughs> no! Really? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, yeah. No, because like my my ogre mod tribes, I think I just have like one stone horn left to paint, and then a few mornfangs. Like the rest of it's done. Yeah. I, so I have to say yeah. this because this is something that. Uh, we were talking about earlier. So Lav says this. Sometimes I feel unwelcome because I'm young. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, first off, you are welcome here. Uh, this is the Shrine of Chaos. Unless you collect out. Then you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're definitely welcome here, though. Uh, so that I gotta say that, and the fact that you're young is perfect because that means that mm -hmm. there's many years of wargaming goodness and experiences to come, which is fantastic. It is the new generation, the new crop, and without you, we would be a dying breed, and mm -hmm. we don't want to be dying anytime soon. No, the hobby is better with you in it. Yeah, hundred mm -hmm. percent. And the last tournament that I went to, we had all ages represented from 14 years old all the way up to 50 plus. So, yeah, it's it's for everybody. Okay, so Kirill in 1985, as in you want to buy it, I may be swayed. Hmm. <laughs> so I, I wonder if uh, we should entertain this idea of uh, picking up this army of Empress children that is not played on the tabletop. <laughs> Uh, I love it. I love it. Are you going to come out to the big game? Uh, define the big game. It's Scary and Gear Guts Mech Shop's big apocalypse game. Oh, yes. Which, 
He, yeah. to- he told me about that. Uh, yeah. That one, depending on the date, I would uh, love yeah. to go. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we're just sort of waiting to see when when travel is available and stuff like that. But the last one was so much fun. Uh, that was the first time I ever played orcs, and then I immediately started an orc army. So. So first yeah. time, and then you just re- yeah, that orcs. You know what? I find that orcs has that power to do that. <laughs> That's is that, true. It's true, right? <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're like little fungal spores, like get in your nose and then you're like seeing green everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think because they're so conversion heavy and uh, encouraging, it's like you can make them whatever theme you want. Yeah. And it just um, makes sense. I have this, I have this like box of just like random cr- crap. Um, and this, this is like orc potential right here. 100%. Like, yeah. I could... I, I can make a death dread out of this, you yep. know, like I, mm-hmm. I could make all sorts of stuff out of this. So yeah. that, that is something really cool about orcs. And uh, I think that's that's another aspect of the hobby that I really uh, appreciate and enjoy seeing is different conversions. And mm-hmm. I, I find that it just happens with orcs more so than any other army because it's, it's almost as if everything orc is a conversion right yeah like somebody sent me today um a picture of their hobby and they're like i had a bane blade sitting around and i wasn't using it so i made it into a kill tank and i was like yes i mean like the astra militarum part of me like died inside a little bit but the orc part of me was like deca, 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 deca. <laughs> so i mean i i win either way really yes this is true yeah uh okay here's yeah. a here's an interesting question uh from Cronono, okay. I want to make a mixed gender Empress Children army. Anybody mm-hmm. have a recommendation on female head bits? Hmm. I mean, so Emperor's Children are quite pretty, right? I think so. I mean, that's my bias, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, unless you're Lucius and then you're then you're not pretty. Quite ugly, but... yes. Yes, yeah. very very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not too sure. I, I think I'd probably look into like the printing options because I've seen a lot of amazing heads for conversions um, just as like free files on Thingiverse and stuff like that. Hmm. But I actually think that the person to ask about that, uh, she's on Instagram and Twitch, I believe. And her name is Kit Bash Cat hmm. um, because she has like an entire like space marine army that's like all females and i think that she would probably know exactly where you'd go to find like the perfect female heads okay hold on one second is that she's on instagram you said kit bash instagram kit bash cat cat oh okay I am. Yeah. So, and she's like, and she's like a lore junkie too. So, like, her uh, female marines have this like huge, like lore-filled backstory, and it's it's pretty amazing, actually. I'm uh, searching this up. Ah, okay. Let's see. Here, let's do this. Yeah. Are you looking at her stuff? Yes. It's pretty amazing, right? Yes, I'm looking at her stuff, and that's cool. It's different. I like it. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. There's a lot. Of, there's a uh, some sculpting happening. 
Yep. I see the green stuff mm -hmm. work. That's cool. Mm -hmm. She goes all out. I see some towel there. <laughs> That's okay. Because I'm seeing stuff like uh, Iron Warriors that makes up for it. And now we're getting distracted when we want to look for <laughs> female space reads. <laughs> okay, so I think it was up there. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, very cool. Kit Bash Cat. And, and Kit Bash Cat. Cool suggestion. Hey, that's neat. That's cool. Yeah, I, I love stuff like that. I love... Uh, Making the army your own, no matter what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's also, like, pretty unapologetic with the haters as well, which I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, haters. You know, hate... Oh, man. Okay, so here's, here's kind of what I did. Like, this is the evolution of the haters for me. This is my experience with the haters. Going back to that subject again. Uh... When I first started, close to 14 years ago, making content, uh, I like it, we got very little hate because we were so small, right? So it's like mm -hmm. uh, everything was positive. And then the first negative comment that comes in, it's like, oh, oh, we're we're big enough to be to be attracting trolls. That's cool. <laughs> and then then it's like, okay, well, all right, now, we're serious now. Before we were just kind of doing it and see what would happen, but now we're like, okay, we're being noticed that you know there's like people like not liking us because for every one person that says something negative, there's like ten that are thinking it and not typing it, and then so like all these thoughts happened, right? And then there was there's a lot of things that kind of uh, that I went through the the cycle of you know like oh man that sucks uh, oh why do you say that of uh, and there was like really dumb things like it's the spectrum of dumb <laughs> it's like yeah oh dave you gained weight oh or like oh you lost weight and like okay they just watch two videos that are five years apart like of course that's gonna... can we also just like not comment on people's bodies please yeah it's like who cares man uh yeah i got a six pack comment on that or like <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's just, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, who cares? Right. It's, it's not why we make the videos, right? If we were like a body yeah. channel, we're showing off our bodies, then comment all you like, right? Mm -hmm. Or if we're like making a point to talk about it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and then there was a long stretch of time when I ignored the comments, where I went through the, like, I would, you know, post videos or whatever, and I wouldn't even look at the comments. I'd just be like, okay, mm -hmm. well, you know, there's going to be trolls regardless, uh, no matter what. No matter how good you think the video is or how crappy you think it is, uh, at the end of the day, the comments, the trolls are going to be trolls and they're going to do it just because they're trolls. So I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. And that actually happened for many years that I would rarely look. And I'm talking about YouTube specifically uh, for like mm -hmm. the social media. That I, That's different because those are engagement focused as opposed to entertainment focused. Um, yeah. And uh, it's yeah, it's rare for for me now, it's rare when there's a comment that sticks out that that makes me react in a public way. Uh, like my wife, she she looks at the comments and she gets she gets angry. She's like, oh, "I can't believe they said this about you! Oh, I'm gonna kill!" Them. And it's like, "No, no, it's don't worry about it. It's they're just being dumb. Yeah, like, it's like there's a percentage of dumb attached to every video. It's all good. 
it's the lightsaber right it's like the like to dislike you know it's you know it, it's just gonna happen no matter what uh and so she's like yeah okay well if you say so but still that person's a jerk like yeah i yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like it for her, right? Because she's seeing it. She's immersed in it. It's like she just jumped into the water. She's like, oh, it's cold, right? Whereas I've been in the water and I'm looking at it and it doesn't have, have the same effect. It's worn off. Uh, and and I think that's maybe that's just it. It's the the years of kind of like, all right, that's just the thing that exists now. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And- I try not to engage with those comments just because I know that's what they want. They right. want the fight, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, and I'm getting a lot better at dealing with the comments. It's just like every once in a while, there's one that like triggers my own insecurities about myself, and those ones, mm-hmm. those ones, yeah, they could ruin my day. I'm trying. I can get better. So it used to be like they'd ruin my week, mm-hmm. and then they'd ruin my day. And now they maybe like ruin my six hours. So it's hmm. it's getting better with like the more practice that I get for sure. You know, I find okay, so I've also engaged in this. This is a fun mental exercise for, for me anyway. Uh I have purposefully engaged in those comments, but I uh I responded in extreme kindness and Whenever that happens, it's like their 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 jerkness is amplified. So it's like, oh man, you're uh, uh, what what response back? You, there's no, and then because it's public, everyone sees it. So it's like, oh man, you're a double jerk for saying that. Or yeah, yeah. So it's and for me, that's kind of it's fun in the sense that it's like, uh, you know, took all the steam out of the troll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, it, as a human, can't help but be affected by it. But mm-hmm. the only thing I have control over is my reaction to it. And so um, I've tried that in the past. It's an interesting mental exercise to to do that and to see the other people come to your aid. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, awesome. Uh, well said. Or, uh, you know, it, it's like you, you couldn't have like that person is wrong. Because, yeah, because they were cut from the cloth of stupid. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and I do feel like sometimes um, um, a lot of people coming into the hobby, but maybe particularly um, uh, women or people of color, they might think that the community itself is like filled with the, that kind of troll. Um, and that is not the case at all. Like, especially if you go to the game store or you're playing with people in person, like those trolls, I would be shocked if they even play this game. Hmm. I I would be shocked because there's, there's just no way you can conduct yourself as a human being in that manner and be able to engage in having a game that requires cooperation. Yes, it is a game that... Um, you know, you want to win it. But at the same time, there is a certain amount of cooperation re- required in order to get through a game of Warhammer 40k. Um, and I just I don't think people who have that kind of mentality that they would go out and troll people. That's just they're not going to be at the game store. You're not you're not going to see them. I have not seen that kind of behavior um, often. Hmm. Right. It exists. Um 
but it's usually just people on the internet. And I even say that, like, it's like trademark people on the internet, right? Mm. Like those to me are not, that's not the same as like a hobbyist or, or, or whatever. So I do want to caveat this, like, like, yes, these trolls exist. Um, but I think that they exist almost outside of the hobby, if that makes sense. Right. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't scare you. It shouldn't keep you away from your hobby. It shouldn't keep you away from playing the game because like, really you're not going to experience those people very often. Yeah. And there's some, you know, it's funny. There's some obvious, obvious comments where it's like, Ooh, Dave's in this video. All right. I'm out of here. So okay, it's like, bye. okay. Well, you made Don't it. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You made it a point to leave a comment. Why would you spend more time than you wanted to? To, to, to say that this doesn't make sense so i find those ones like funny because it's just obvious yeah 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 but it's funny because you can tell who's gonna be in it normally right like yeah. or by the description like literally or... the the video is still going while you are writing this comment <laughs> and then also by writing the comment you're giving engagement so you're telling the algorithm you want more of this it is so funny to me Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the comment. You are helping me beat the system. That's actually true. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> yes. Oh, like man. you're better off. You're better off not saying anything and not engaging with comment that, or with content that you don't like. You're literally, even though yeah. you're being a jerk, you're literally still helping the content creator. It's hilarious. That is so true. And that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah, and have, yeah. after having watched the Social Dilemma documentary, that, that makes... Oh, I've not seen that. I recommend it. It's fun. It, well, okay. it's not... I wouldn't say it's fun. It is... Uh, Eye-opening? Illuminating. Yeah, it's one of those, like, you kind of have a sense about it, and you... Everything that's being presented is like, you know, I kind of had a feeling this is how it always is, but it, it yeah. goes into detail and explains why, so it's like, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. The, okay. the scary part about it is that a lot of the creators of these social media platforms don't let their kids on these social media platforms. Like, that's the scary part. And like, hmm, that's, uh, hmm, especially because of what <laughs> yeah. we do, right? Like, like yeah. my job is to create content and to post on social media and to get people to engage in our posts, mm -hmm. right? So it's mm -hmm. like... How do I, do I feel conflicted about this? Uh, <laughs> but it's ultimately for a good thing. I mean, the, it's it's constructive and destructive, depending on how, what you do with your time. And uh, mm -hmm. so, yeah, it, it was a, it's definitely an eye-opening uh, one to watch. And, and I recommend anyone watch it. Uh, and, okay. And I recommend that no kids go on social media like the, oh. they don't need to go like my daughter no she's she's 11 like she doesn't have any she doesn't need to be on her on anything yeah no yeah if she's older and she wants to then that's fine she's has had more life experience and she's yeah you know can handle things better yeah but can you imagine that can you imagine like 11 year old looking at all these posts and seeing all this negativity directly no. affecting them like what does that do to their psyche well, not only that, but like, I know we're sort of like getting off on a tangent, but like, and I like to tell people this quite frequently when they send me messages, right? It's like, well, 
what you are seeing, no matter how genuine somebody tries to appear, you are seeing the best parts of that person, right? You are seeing exactly what they want you to see and nothing that they don't want you to see. So mm-hmm. you, you may feel like you know these people, like people might watch your videos and think that they know you. I'm sure that you've come across this, but they only know Mini Wargamer Dave, right? They know what you want them to see. And uh, I think a lot of people don't realize this. And I think particularly young people might see like celebrities or whatever on social media and think that that's their real life. And it's not, it's not even close. Mm. Um, So it it really like messes with your concept of reality. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. it's, It's a strange it's such a strange thing. And you know, and we can we yeah. know that and recognize that, but at the same time still fall victim to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like huh. uh, uh, Yeah, of course. And like and and the nature of social media in this regard means that you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. Oh, look at their great life. Oh, look at all the great things that they're doing. Oh, you know, and but that's not their life. That's just the parts they want to show you. And and those parts may not even be real. So, you know, okay, so yeah. Thomas uh, leaves this comment and this is interesting Thomas says begs the question does your experience with social media make you better protected against this stuff versus someone who has never been exposed to social media no depends on who you are so. it depends on who yeah. you are yeah if you're a child I would say no. not because you're you, you don't have the developed instincts to know the degree of reality versus reality that you would as an adult because you haven't had the life experience and you haven't gone through as much real emotional experience. It's just, it's not Mm -hmm. the same fight at all. It's, you know, it's, you know what? Okay. To answer your question, uh, I would equate that to, okay, a Warhammer player, right? Who's brand new and they're given a space Marine army and it's like, okay, roll dice and just uh happen to roll dice when you think it's the right time to roll dice and, <laughs> and trust us that when we're telling you to move your miniatures and remove them and trust us when we say that you've killed our stuff versus a person who has like studied and played and experienced it's it's not the, it's not a fair fight at all mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and so that's my take yeah on yeah uh, and the the intangible nature of the internet is why you get trolls, right? They don't have that like face to face contact with you, so that they could see like the human emotion that they are inspiring, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. They're hiding behind that wall of I can say anything I want. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you can. You can. Um, just like in the real world, though, you might get punched in the face. Right. Mm -hmm. Or somebody might just walk away from you or somebody, you know, like like there's real world consequences when when everything is tangible. But in the intangible nature of the Internet, there are no consequences. Um, And yeah, I I think it's the same. I think for that reason, it's really um, like it's good to keep kids off the Internet. Like now there are like emotional intelligence courses for dealing with Internet um like interactions Mm. like that is so crazy to me because like you should just 
accept that you're talking to a person, right? And use your same real world experiences in dealing with that person. Um, and yeah, it's all just so weird. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's, I agree. I think it's a good thing that these things exist and they, they help to teach people and give them tools, especially young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But isn't that nuts? <laughs> yes. It's nuts how something like that has to exist. Yes. It's cause and yes. effect. It is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I can't even, uh, so, I just assume that the person I'm talking to is a real human being. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And then I'm nice. <laughs> yeah, that's the default, right? It's like, okay, cool. Let's uh, just let, be nice. Let's be chill. Be chill <laughs> yeah. and have. It's, we're playing a game for goodness' sakes. That's yeah. what we do. So just have fun. Come on. What What is there? Uh, okay, so actually, on this note about yeah. uh, spewing negativity, yeah, uh, I have this thought about uh, uh, negative reviews so mm-hmm. right now i i feel conflicted over it i feel conflicted over negative reviews of um particularly gw products mm-hmm. and so this is probably a very unpopular opinion but i'm gonna be real and share it okay because okay. these are my feelings so gw this massive company that makes this game which enable us to make a living, right? So without mm-hmm. their existence, we had to do something else. Yeah. Uh, they make games. They set prices for their games. They put whatever they want in their games, and we consume it. So we have the choice to purchase their products or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there is there's certainly value over one is more has greater value in terms of the product that you get for other products that they release. That is certainly true. Um, so it's, it's interesting to me when there are, when there are negative reviews and I guess that, you know, that goes with the journalistic integrity. I want to, you know, people, they want to say like, I'm not a big fan of this, which is cool. They, They can, they're certainly within their right to say something. Uh, I think for me as a channel, I don't feel it's the best thing for my channel to do that as part of the content that I create. Now, that's just me, right? Some mm-hmm. some people do that. That's part of their channels. Some people, that's all they do is uh, part <laughs> of their channel. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if I'm disappointed by something... Uh, Usually those videos get more views because it's emotion driven. Whenever there's content that's emotion driven, it's uh, for some reason it just gets more of a. I mean, the algorithm loves emotion, right? It does. So, what are your thoughts on that? How do you feel about that? About like people leaving negative reviews? Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like for me, negative reviews don't do anything. Um, nobody is listening to that in general, except other people who already feel the exact same way that you do. Um, so maybe your negative reviews are making those people feel like validated in some way, but it's not actually going to change the thing that you dislike. Um, in particular about Games Workshop, if you don't like how they're doing things, you need to stop buying it. 
And it's funny because all the people I know in real life who complain about GW still buy the products. So yeah, I feel like if if you want change, you have to go out and like be the change that you want. So hmm. you you want you want say you want prices to be more accessible for everybody. Well, then you need to stop supporting the company. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean leaving bad reviews. That just means that you buy other company stuff, right? Hmm. Like there's, there's it, leaving negative reviews to me is not like a constructive way to get the outcome that you want, right? right? Like I'm like more of like a, a solutions kind of person. So like if I'm, if I'm looking at something and I don't like it, I think to myself, the first thing I do, what would I do to make this better? Right. And then instead of leaving a negative review, I might leave a comment saying like, oh, I see this problem. This is my proposed solution. Right. Mm. It's I'm still having this like negative sort of feeling, but I'm making it a more positive spin. Right. 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 If that makes sense. Yeah. This to me is more like like um, uh, results driven. Right? right. Whereas the like the, the complaining, I feel like is just what I've stuck in the past. I'm not I'm not looking towards the future. Yeah. Um, that's just sort of my take on it. But yeah, I don't think complaining just to complain. I don't think it does anything. Yeah, I don't think it's a, I think it's a it's kind of like a, a selfish thing in general to do because you're just you're venting and it's like, OK, what, what's the result? Uh, you know, like uh, I like what you said about the results driven discussion really is what it is like i don't like this because and i think we should do this to make it better like that makes a lot more sense than just oh this sucks yeah like as somebody who used to work in management right like people would come to me all the time like oh i don't like how i don't like this and be like and the first thing i would do as a manager like what should we do about it mm. right like let's make this a collaborative thing and find a solution whereas like just complaining about and and nine times out of ten people are like oh i don't know how to fix it well come to me with solutions right mm. so we can make it better and that's and that's sort of how i look at things um in, in almost all aspects of my life yeah that's a mm -hmm. fantastic I, I love that outlook that's great that just makes things possible yeah and yeah the, yeah uh it doesn't make things weighted down and impossible that, that's right that's one of the things that uh uh okay this is going to sound like a complaint but uh <laughs> That's one of the things that Give bugs me. me. Your salt. <laughs> it it bugs me, like not to the degree where it's like you know I'm bothered by it, but it's just it's kind of funny to me when uh, there's just complaints and excuses for things, and it's like okay, well, yeah, let's uh, figure out a way to not do that or get around it or or whatever. Uh, so the one thing I would say though is I think it's a constructive thing to do to complain about something that doesn't exist to try to make it exist. For example, new Corn Berserker models. Like, the more I say it, hopefully it'll happen, right? Is it is it complaining or is it manifesting your heart's desire? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes it is. That is certainly true. It is my heart's desire. <laughs> See, so maybe spin it. Maybe it's not complaining. Maybe you're just like putting this amazing idea out, and eventually GW is going to hear it, and it's going to be like, "Yeah, that is a good idea." They're going to give you what you want. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I, I don't think I'm alone in this. Uh, I, I don't feel unique. I don't feel like I'm a unique individual. The only person who wants this. Like I, I feel like this would be a thing that many people would want. 
that, that... totally yeah. um i don't i don't play chaos space marines anymore but i <laughs> this is a weird tangent but um back when i was playing i bought some like used models off of somebody i don't even know and this amazing corn berserker was in this like box of like broken models or whatever. And he was just so fantastic that I kept him and I named him and he sits like on my painting desk. Um, just as just like, he just makes me smile like inside. So <laughs> he's right there. I, I love it. He's, <laughs> his name is Skippy. Okay. His uh -huh. name is Skippy. And, um, he has this amazing pose. Awesome. I don't know if you can, <laughs> If you can see, it looks like he's just like la, having la, la. a great day. Yeah, yeah. La, la, la. And like, I don't know if you can see, but he also has this big white smile. Yes. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see the teeth. I feel like I feel like he is everything that I would love about corn if I played corn. So <laughs> that that is <laughs> that is my one corn model. I love that it. I, that's not. It's not true. I have another one. But yeah, this is this is my greatest secondhand model find I ever. Love it. I love it, man. Yeah. Stories are kind of great. <laughs> oh. uh, speaking of berserkers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's uh here's an interesting comment uh coming okay. from YouTube. I am not Kilroy says, Can you guys talk about GW refusal to actually balance army competitiveness? That's an interesting one. Um, I certainly have thoughts about that. Would you like to go first? Um, gosh, this is such like a polarizing thing. It's polarizing. Um, yeah. So first off, I do want to say that I play, uh, I do play tournaments and I have, well, I play a faction that is probably one of the worst um, in the meta at the moment. So I do understand how frustrating it is to have an army that um, is, like I was just saying, playing on hard mode, right? Mm -hmm. I am playing on hard mode. Like my my codex is dated and this army is not made for ninth edition. Mm. So I just want to get that out of the way. One, Games Workshop exists to sell stuff. Yep. Right? So, um, and if they're not making money, then we're not going to get new stuff. So mm -hmm. um, there, there needs to be a balance there. But also, I, for me personally, I am not making any decisions about whether the, um, whether the codexes are balanced or not until all of the codexes are out. Mm. Um, once all of the codexes are out for ninth, then I will start looking and be like, okay, how balanced is everything? Um, because Space Marines, Codex Marines were the first thing basically to come out, and now they're at a 50-50% win rate in tournaments. Hmm. Um, now that you know we, we have more codexes out and stuff like that. So I feel like there's a good chance that it will become more balanced as more codexes come out, but I'm really, I'm like holding off my judgment um until that happens now i do i do wish that they would come out with these codexes a lot faster mm. um but yeah i'm sort of i'm holding off on my judgment there but yeah that's sort of my thoughts i i feel that okay first off there's a lot of stuff you said i agree with like their business you know that they've mm -hmm. figured out a formula and how to sell a lot of minis and make money and make more that all makes sense to me uh so it's doesn't matter what I feel about that. They're making money and they're making more product and they're mm -hmm. making more product of the stuff that makes money. So there's also that. 
Uh, and I actually thought about this the other day, funny enough. Uh, so why is it that the armies in 40K are so imbalanced compared to each other? Why is it that there's codex creep? Why is it that it's even allowed to happen? And I thought, you know, that's Warhammer has got to be the most complained about, loved, hated <laughs> game that fans have ever like experienced. Like a Warhammer player, there's always a degree of complaining about the game and about mm-hmm. the imbalance, right? There's so many things to nitpick about it, yet it's the game that people play. How is that even possible? Like usually when I think of games and people love games, like I love this game, you're going to love it. This game, it's like, oh, man, the imbalance. I can't believe it. I can't believe they didn't do this. They didn't include in this box. Uh, why didn't they do this? This really sucks. And yet I'm still playing the game. It's like there's this luring trap that it's – and it's, it's the biggest you one. You know how we said that the hobby is multifaceted so you could like the lore and you could like the minis and you could like collecting? Well, complaining about the hobby is just another aspect of the hobby. And, you know, some people, that's the only aspect of the hobby that they like. But – they're still hobbyists in their own way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 so for me, I'm not like the greatest player. Um, you know, I, I've only really been playing for about two years. Um, I do okay for myself. I'm at about a 50, 50% win rate, but I wouldn't say that I'm like, um, I wouldn't say that I'm like a top tier competitive player or whatever. Like I'm trying to get to three wins, two losses consistently in tournaments. That's sort of where I'm at. Um, so, and I do find myself going into that like place of complaining, right? Because I look at my army and I just think, man, like it's not as points efficient as space Marines or man, it's not like, there's just like not as many options as space Marines, or whatever. And like, whenever I start, doing that i just sort of like take a step back and i and i am trying to just be like yeah but i love my army Mm. this army is my fit right yeah they may not be the greatest right now and yeah maybe that just means i have to outplay everybody else but that means that when they get their time to shine i'm just gonna slay everybody right Mm -hmm. right that's sort of how i look at it every army will have its time to shine at some point if you're in it long enough. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a fascinating thing. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, on that note, uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Tanya, for joining me today uh, on the Shrine. Oh, it was super fun. It was fun. Uh, you are certainly welcome back in the Shrine anytime. Uh, you know, the corn berserker, that did it for me. Uh, so... <laughs> Thank, thank I'm you welcome for showing. anytime because of Skippy. <laughs> uh, again, for those who are watching or listening, uh, I provided links in the description to the War Mistress. So check her out on YouTube, subscribe to her channel, and also on Instagram. Uh, follow her on Instagram to see her projects and her ongoings of Wargaming Awesome. And thank you guys for making the Chaos Comet Bombs as uh, messy as they were. A thing that happened today uh and you know what that's why we keep it in right it's like you're talking about the real us right yes that was the yes. real my, me stumbling through that because it was just yeah technology my did youtube it. channel is like and i tell everybody my youtube channel is one take so you know take from that what you will but i do not edit anything out and uh and 
that's just how I roll. So. And that's it. So yeah. thanks again. Happy Wargaming. Stay tuned next week, 1 p.m. Eastern time for the Shrine of Chaos.